Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Time with Tom and Tina. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, guys. Um, we're going to cover a couple of things today, some conversations that we keep having regularly with clients that we thought would be worthwhile chatting with you about today. Uh, we'll also cover off interest rates, um, rate lock, as well as um, those online calculators. Um, so over to you, Tom, to, to talk about it, the fixed rates and rate lock. Yeah, we had a um, a few fixed rates increase this week, and a lot of the banks don't really give you a lot of notice when they do increase fixed rates. And the reason it's quite important um, that we sort of have a bit of a chat about this is because when fixed rates increase with not much notice, it sort of goes up, and then all of a sudden you've got this higher rate for three or four years, depending on how long you've locked in for. So there's a couple of different measures that you can put in place to protect yourself against that. Um, one of the main measures is something called rate lock. Um, so rate lock is effectively an insurance policy where you pay a fee. It's about 0.15% of the fixed rate loan amount. Um, and it actually locks in the fixed rate um, leading up to the date of your settlement. So if you've got like a six or an eight week settlement, you can't be affected by any rate increases during that time. You can't usually rate lock before you found a property to purchase or before you've made the application to refinance. Like one or two or three banks, you can do that. Um, obviously, you know, if you're purchasing and you're rate locking, you might not know the exact fixed rate loan amounts. There is a risk there as well, but it's a really cool measure you can use. And, and because it's only 0.15% of the fixed rate loan amount, it can be a lot cheaper than sort of hedging your bets and trying to sort of get to settlement on time and not be subject to a rate rise. Because if the rate goes up by 0.25% even, but then you pay that for the full three years, it's going to be much more expensive than if you'd pay that rate lock fee. So it's a timely reminder um, when we're getting a lot of fixed rates increasing by more than 0.15% in itself this week. Yeah, absolutely. If you're talking fixed rates, need to also talk um, about what rate lock is and make that decision for you. 100%. So some Something that Tom and I both interestingly have had to have conversations with this week that we thought we'd talk to you about is um, those online calculators. Borrowing so calculators, yeah. Yeah, it's really tempting for, for people out there that are trying to, you know, start their property journey by Googling and finding those calculators, putting their incomes in and getting a, a figure in their mind of how much they can borrow. Then in this example for me, my client came to me, had this figure, and then when we performed the borrowing capacity assessment and I obtained payslips, uh, multiple payslips from several jobs, part-time, casual, as well as um, tax returns because they're also a sole trader, the figure that I was able to show that the lenders are going to lend was significantly different to what the applicant um, had already sort of had in their mind. And the reason for that is because of different banks' credit policies, um, but also ultimately the figure that you put in might be what you're earning, say, as a contractor now, but over the last 12 months, if that's not on your tax return, then that's not something that the lender's going to use. So just to, you know, there's always case by cases and we can always go to credit and make different exceptions, but it's really important that you reach out sort of early in that journey before you start looking for properties that might be at a level that you can't actually um, afford. Those online calculators also have a lot less parameters as well. The parameters mm. are severely reduced from what we use in our own models, which is actually the same models we use is the same models the bank is actually using when they're approving the application. So the online calculators are more designed for a very simple type of scenario. You know, you've got your base income, really not very high living expenses, no liabilities. They're probably more accurate in that type of situation, but very rarely do you have an applicant who fits that type of 
sort of brief, if you like. So um, the parameters that we actually use in our models, there's significantly more than are available in those online models, which obviously varies the outcome quite significantly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, the other question that, that pops up a lot for us as brokers that we wanted to cover off is how we choose a particular lender. Now, a mortgage broker has access to a panel of lenders and, you know, Tom and I are accredited with probably about 40 different lenders. Um, it's quite a Growing large work. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more and more lenders that keep getting on our panel and we keep doing the training for and getting accredited. Um, so watch the space. But um, ultimately, it's about determining your needs and the say the loan that you would like, ideally, and the, the property that you'd like to buy and then eliminating the lenders that don't allow you to achieve that goal. Then once once we've eliminated lenders, it's about then understanding pros and cons of those lenders. You know, some lenders are ethical, some have multiple offsets, and then, you know, some are cheaper, some have longer turnaround times, and going through those requirements and objectives with yourself, presenting them to them, um, and then, then establishing the preferred lender. So it's not just a case of going, oh, you know, I've got a, a buddy at this bank and um, he gives me good deals. Um, it's 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 really quite a complex process and we use our many years experience to to advise you on which lenders we recommend. Yeah, effectively, we put out a proposal to the marketplace for the credit policy aspects of the application. You might want to borrow more than what a bank might normally approve. We need to try to negotiate that by using income that uh, might be like vested shares or something like that. Um, but also then it comes down to a tender process as well. So we actually create the competition to get you the best deal on the cost of the loan as well. So it's a couple of different facets there that we go through in the process to get that short list of lenders and actually recommend that final bank to you. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all from us today. Have a fantastic weekend. If you're in Sydney, it's looking like a beautiful winter weekend. So I hope you get to go to get out and enjoy the sunshine. 100%. Have a great weekend. Chat you later. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye.